a Lifetime original podcast. If I have a ketchup in my diner again, I'll use your nuts for chili. That deserves an Emmy. I love a Lifetime movie. What else is this woman going to do? I use your nuts for chili. I can't even do a Harmon husk. I pay too much for the panty to be having these problems. These boots were not made for walking. They was made for kicking ass, okay? That's what they was made for. Not only an Emmy, but it, that I was like, can I put that on a t-shirt? Good child listening to this, you already know too much, so. Ooh, am I, am I damp? <laughs> you wanna know about me? Yeah. I am cold, I am calculating, I never drop a grudge, and I always have an exit plan. And everything that I care about is in there. Joy, Javier, the people that I see every day, this place that I made here, and I have to protect the people that I love. Okay. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Ekparrigan, joined by a brand new being host, okay? Because you know Megan out here, she got a baby on her breast, and she just had to go take a rest, and I said, L- I need some energy up in here, because Megan's ass, sometimes she worked my nerve, Okay. And I said, I need a strong black woman up in here. So I am bringing you someone I simply adore. And this is one of my plots to make her my friend. She is a comedian, a writer. She co-hosts the podcast Peak 2000s. Sydney Washington, honey. Hey, Sid. Naomi, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad that you said that I have energy because I'm pumped. I'm so stoked to be here. Stoked. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you use the word stoked. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Now, Sid, when I came to you and said, will you uh, please watch a Lifetime movie and talk about it? You know, mm-hmm. what was your first thought? Well, Lifetime channel pretty much raised me. Really? Raised. Yeah. I grew up with like senior citizens. So they, they stayed with the Lifetime channel, Lifetime movies, mm-hmm. Daniel Steele, all mm-hmm. that stuff. They were watching that constantly. And I, me as a child, I was like, this this is life. Right. This is how it should be. <laughs> I want to be these people. I know. Me too. Didn't it, I was like, I want a kitchen this nice. I want a house this big. And mm-hmm. I want a husband this shady. Absolutely. There was uh, there was always a husband that was mad that she didn't put blueberries in the damn pancake, something of that sort. There was always tons and tons of stairs, foyers, foyers, whatever you call it. I mean, they were just living the life. So much drama and murder, but the homes, the yes. homes is what I focused on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The movies have changed since we were younger. Yes. Okay. The vibe has changed. Tremendously. Treme- yeah. Like when we were little, I feel like it was very much like, you know, a nefarious husband in the suburbs and now it's like anybody's game trust no one death is all around you that's what i feel like the vibe is which is real i mean we're in 2022 it it could be your best friend it could be your mom your dad the neighbor (laughs) it's everybody is a killer that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. 2022 colon everybody is a killer oh everybody everybody Y'all, the movie we're talking about, like, we're getting into it, okay? Because we don't have time for all this dilly-dally. Yeah. Yeah, we are go. here to talk to you about Buried in Barstow. And this is a new Lifetime joint, and it premiered just last week. And it stars Angie Harmon, okay? We love Angie. And Angie plays Hazel King, a single mother who is determined to shield her daughter from the life she once had as an ex-hit woman, while protecting and defending those who can't help themselves. But her past catches up with her, and she's pulled in for another hit. Okay. This has real, like, 
Peppermint. Have you seen that Jennifer Garner movie? You know, Alias, another Jennifer Garner joint. Like, this is an action movie that I would have seen on the big screen, okay? That's where I thought it belonged, to be honest. Yes. Because, yes. And, and I want Angie to receive an award, some kind of award. She deserves the acting from top to bottom. I was yes. at the edge of my seat. I know. It was so, you know what? Let's get into it. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, actually, I lied. Okay, because before we get into the movie, I got to tell you some exciting news about me. Now, if you happen to have Netflix, you can catch me on episode two of That's My Time with David Letterman, where I do a five-minute set and then sit down and have an interview with the man himself. It is a good time. I do try to touch his beard. I'm just going to tell you that much. So check out That's My Time with David Letterman, which is up now for your enjoyment. And also, if you are in Los Angeles on Thursday, June 30th, I will be doing a show at Largo. And you know who'll be joining me on the show? My co-host, Megan Gailey. It's called Naomi Ekparrigan Makes Friends, and you can go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. That is Thursday, June 30th at 8.30 p.m. Going to have some fun stand-ups. We're going to be doing some jokes. We're going to be having a good time. Would love to see the Lifetime fam there. Okay, enough about me. Now, we're really going to get into it. Now. Did you know this about Barstow, California, which is like, is this famous town that is, I think, pretty much known for being equidistant between like L.A. and Vegas? Had no clue. I, I mean, me Lifetime, Lifetime Def put Barstow on the map for me. For right. Me. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> literally. Literally. I know. So that's where this is like set. But before we get to Barstow, you know, as always, Lifetime, they got to pull you in, right? So we start... We see a woman, she's like getting dressed in the bathroom, a young lady, very like sensual, honey. She's putting on her brassiere. It's looking very, you know, romantic. But then we see her go over to the bed and there's a man in bed with his throat slit and blood all over the mattress, honey. I said, wow. I said, okay, okay. They really said they go zig and zag. You know what I'm saying? We thought it was about to be romantic. And then it was like brutal. Sometimes I look back on my past and it feels like it belongs to somebody else. And it all comes flooding back. And the girl I left behind isn't really gone. She's just buried within. And I know better than anyone, nothing stays buried forever. And then we cut to 20 years later, and that's where we get our Angie, honey. Angie plays Hazel, as we've said. And Hazel, she's waitressing at a diner that she owns in Barstow. So that's where all of our Barstow starts. This diner is kind of the epicenter. She's got her regulars. The, we see her dealing with these three dudes who, they're just like three working dudes who just come in and bother her every damn morning, it seems like. Why don't you have Gordon Burgers, Hazel? Because no one would order them, Rudy. Why won't you go out with me, Hazel? Because you're broke and unattractive, Willie. Is that club sandwich all right? No. 
Well, I'd order the Garden Burger if you had them. No, you wouldn't. You're right. I wouldn't. I'm not unattractive once you get to know me. You're more unattractive once you get to know you. I have PTSD because, you know, I used to waitress because, you know, I majored in communication. So <laughs> when you major in communications, you're going to be waitressing. So I, 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 once I saw that, I was like, I'm already in with her because I already feel she's like super relatable. Yes, 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 yes. Well, because it's like the one guy who keeps trying to ask her out, mm-hmm. which I feel like had to happen to you when you waitress. Yes. One guy that just never knew what was on the menu or always had questions about the menu, but the yes. menu stays the same. Right. And then the other guy who was like, when are you going to have like healthy options? And it's like, sir, sir, this is a roadside dive. If you don't want no wings or fries, <laughs> get out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> What we also learned, though, of course, she's got these regos, but she also has her daughter, Joy. And her daughter is, like, 19 years old. She got an attitude problem. Mom, you can't afford to keep comping the cops. A little goodwill can make a difference between them showing up in five minutes or five hours. And is Travis going to order anything, or is he just here keeping an eye on you? And she got a boyfriend named Travis, who was just sitting in a booth at the diner. He ain't buying nothing. He just sitting there watching her. Just wasting on space. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it's also like, you know, and something I think it took me, I had to just get older to learn that stuff that would have seemed cute when I was a teenager, like, oh, he's coming just to like be at my job. As a grown adult, I see it as like, you're keeping tabs on her. Like, you can't let her work. You got to make sure she just working or something. But also it's like, sir, why aren't you at work? Why don't you have a job? <laughs> why are you here watching me making my job harder? Why don't you get up and work? Okay, and this is this is where you and Angie, aka Hazel, are on the same page. Because <laughs> Hazel's not having Travis. Okay. No. She wants nothing to do with him because Joy is like, you know, you have set that money aside for college, but can I have the college money? College money is for college. That's why they call it college money, not hand it over to your tweaker boyfriend so you can blow it all in Vegas money. I wasn't going to give it to Travis, and what makes you think he's a tweaker? <sighs> You're so evil. We want to get a place together. And of course, <laughs> Hazel's like, no, he's trash. And immediately Joy's like, throws it in her mother's face. Like, well, I don't know who my father is. She like brings this up just to like kind of get her mother mad. And it's like, okay, you think doing that going to get you money? That's not how you get the money, honey. First of all, why were you being upfront and honest? What you do is you lie. If you want the money, you lie. You say, <laughs> I got into school. Give me the money. Never go to school. Run off with Travis. Like... Put, put put all the pieces together. <laughs> I hope no kids are listening to me, but yeah. That's... Oh, no. Please. If you if you a child listening to this, you already know too much. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's fine. But it's crazy to me that, because basically the whole thing is that Joy has taken a break from college, right? And the mom, Hazel, wants her to go to med school. And the whole thing is like, you're going to become a doctor. You're going to become a doctor. And Joy is like, I don't want to be a doctor. But it's also not clear what else she want to do either. Because she keeps talking about wanting to leave the town, you know, Barstow, but to be with Travis. But I was like, if Travis ain't country, I don't know what is. Travis is the boonies as a human being. Yeah, but if it's also like, what's the plan? So you're going to leave. You're going to get a place with him and then do what? You guys still need money. This is why kids don't know. This is why you can't listen to teenagers because they don't, they think everything you could just, just skate and glide through the world is like, no, you always need money. When you have one job, you need another one. You have need exactly. another one lined up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you going to leave this place to go live with Travis. And then what work at another diner. 
Same difference. Same you might as well work difference. with your mama. She'll give you time off. Exactly. So, like, all the benefits. All the benefits. Thank you. It's like, what? So Joy, she goes over to a table where a guy has finished his meal, but he doesn't have the money to pay. And she's like so mean to him. She like goes off and she's like, why did you order 18 bucks of food if you had no money? Another deadbeat. Not at all. Can't pay your check? I'm so sorry. Uh, no. His name is Elliot. And Hazel comes over and kind of asks him, you know, what's the problem? You know, did you lose all your money in Vegas? You know, is that why you're here? Because obviously Barstow's where you go when you're down on your luck. Mm-hmm. And then Elliot says he was a cardiothoracic surgeon. Okay. But he's lost it all. And so Hazel takes pity on him and is like, you can like stay in this room in the back and you can work as a dishwasher. You know what I mean? Like pay back your meal slash get on your feet. Hazel, Hazel, Hazel. Now you you talking all this junk about your daughter's boyfriend, but now you're pulling this, like this lone, single, tall man. You want to <laughs> give him a, some chance, some luck? Like, I don't get it. It didn't make any sense to me. I know. But at, and at first, that's how Joy felt too. It's like, why are you being nice to him and you ain't never nice to Travis? But then, here's the thing, right? Okay. The next morning, because at first you're kind of like, yeah, what is your problem with Travis? Mm-hmm. But then the next morning, you know, Joy comes into work after having spent the night with Travis, right? She comes into work. The whole side of her face is beat up. Black eye. She is like literally like, I mean, it's like a black eye times 10. Because it's like down her whole cheek. It's purple. And Travis did that. And Hazel's like, why are you hiding the side of your face from me? I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Piece of shit. It was an accident. Javier, you're in charge. Mom, don't hurt him. His family's dangerous. What is it? Oh, no, At first, I was like, why you hate Travis? Just because he greasy? But now you know he's out here abusing. He's abusing. And it's always the ones that it's like you're bringing nothing to the table but Thank abuse. You. But Thank abuse? You? You're not even giving us no music. You're not giving <laughs> us no hits. You're not making films. You're just beating and you're jobless. We Thank have you. we have no time for it. We're upset. Ex- exactly. It made it, I was furious. Me too. I was like I and I was like okay, I'm ready for some I'm like take him down. Mm-hmm. Destroy him. I was like so ready. And you know, Joy's like, don't do it. His family's dangerous. So you think, okay, is she about to like start a war with like a drug kingpin or something, right? When she goes after Travis. But it was just such a fun scene because basically you see Hazel go to her trailer, which basically they live behind the diner. Mm-hmm. And they've got these two kind of trailers back there. And she goes into her trailer, honey. She put on them cowboy boots. She get a gun that she's hiding under the mattress in a case. And she said, let's go. It it definitely got me all roused up because I was like, she didn't need the cowboy boots now. She could have put on some regular combat boots, but she put cowboy boots on so you know she means business. Exactly. Exactly. These boots were not made for walking. They was made for kicking ass. Okay? That's what they was made for. She was ready. And then she pulls up, basically, we see her pull up to a mechanic shop where Travis... No, 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 he's not working. He's just sitting there smoking weed while his friend tools around on a car. And he is such a smug little butthole. Listen to this. I came here to tell you that you are a walking argument for birth control and you don't have the balls or the brains that God gave a field mouse. And if you go near my daughter again, I will kill you and your entire inbred family. 
Are you done? Not even warmed up. Well, Conrad here and me was just wondering if just by looking at a woman, you can tell if she's a screamer, a moaner, or she lies there like she's dead. Now, I'm of the opinion that a, a fine-looking cougar such as yourself has got to be a world champion moaner. <laughs> Even though I, I personally have never been all up in your business to find out. Can't say I haven't thought about it, though, Hazel. So, what is it, cougar mama? Are you a screamer, a moaner, are you dead? What? Right after that, she punched him in the face and maced his friend and draws her gun. And I have never been more satisfied. I've never been more satisfied. I think when you come up to a situation like that, you can't just come to talk. Like you, you have to right. be like, I need my mace. Because the, the right. boys, the boys are not here to talk. They're here to play games. So you're like, hey, if you don't come correct, I'm macing you in the face. And she did the right thing. She did what she had to do. Again, because we haven't heard anything from Travis yet, right? No. So for this to be the first thing he says, I'm like, Oh, you're a garbage person. And now I'm like, Joy, why are you with him? Because you got a problem with some man who can't pay for his meal. Meanwhile, you were somebody who would talk to your mother like that? I couldn't believe it. I who couldn't. is it working? Yeah, he he was way out of line. I I, I did I thought he was just gonna blow her off. But the yes. things that came out of his mouth, I was disgusted. Disgusted. I said, you ain't been raised right. Mm -mm. And I just thought, now I'm not on Joy's side. It, you know, but she's, she's, you know, when you're a young girl, you got your hormones all going wild and crazy. You don't know none of that. You, you, oh, you, goodness. all you know is you feel and you're going off on your feelings and your feelings control a lot of things. So after she like, you know, punches Travis, like literally breaks his nose, his like face is bloody. I was like, this feels great. But then she goes further. Okay. She at gunpoint, she makes him get into her trunk. <laughs> Get in the car. What? No, no Get way. Get in the car, I will shoot you in the face. <laughs> oh, my toes. Please, Hazel, Hazel. I didn't mean to. She puts tape over his mouth, you know, kind of binds him, drives him to a grave in the middle of a desert. And what I love, she goes, I've started digging this grave the first day I met you. I know what you must be thinking. What a bizarre coincidence that a grave dug to the exact dimensions of my body is out here in the middle of the desert where nobody will ever find me. <laughs> the dialogue in this is perfect. And Angie, is, <laughs> Angie, badass to the bone, not only just her voice, but word for word, bar for bar, she is <laughs> giving you the lines and the hits of somebody who gives no dams and no fucks. Right. And, and I loved it. it you, you, Me too. you rarely get to see women in such like powerful roles. Right. Dinner was served. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was, because you know what it was too? And obviously from the beginning, even when she's like working with the guys who keep bothering her at the diner, she's not here to be liked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so often you don't, you know, we don't get a female character who doesn't have some sort of like, I don't know, like people pleasing element to them, right? Like obviously her daughter is who she loves and that's, you know, her quote unquote weakness, right? If that has to be sort of a part of the story. But at the same time, even with her daughter, she's like, I'm gonna do some stuff you don't like, you know? And she's like, I'm gonna make some choices. And her literally just straddling this guy in an open grave that she has dug for him. And he's like whimpering and crying like a baby. And then it like widens out. So you're just kind of getting the desert. Cause you know, this is a grave in the middle of the desert, mm -hmm. honey. This is like terrifying. 
And then we hear a gunshot. Great cinematography. Go off. Hello? Because then <laughs> they get like an overhead shot and you see her. And again, you know, Lifetime, they'll be springing for these kind of shots. No, okay? this, is, this is Angie has executive produced. She's put some money in. She's put some money in. Exactly. This is like really slick. <laughs> you could tell. You could tell. But when they do that overhead shot and you see her drive away, you can see Travis like in the open grave, but the great, like, again, you heard a gunshot, but you didn't see the shot go in, right? right. And so, at first, and I'm trying to look and see, I'm like, is he alive? Is he not? But you can't see because the shot is too far away. So it's like, I assume she killed him. I was like, okay, she killed him. And obviously they don't want to be gory. But that was the mystery. So, they, want, they wanted to give us the mystery. They were like. I guess they did. But I didn't think it was. Because at first I was like, oh, wow, she killed him. And she just, she leaving a grave open. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. I thought it was like, she killed him. She leaving a grave open. Savagery. Savagery. And I loved every minute of it. And then we get back to the diner. And you see Joy is texting Travis over and over. He's like, where are you? Where are you? And. He's not answering, of course. And then Hazel just tells her, she's like, Travis and I exercised a robust exchange of ideas. And? And he's leaving the state immediately and will never go near you again. No way. Struck me as firmly swayed. Give me the keys to the Bronco. No, you're working. You're supposed to be. I have to find Travis. No, you have to bust your tables. Mom, what happened? Travis said that he thought it would be best if he left California entirely. You know who his family is, right? They're criminals. Like, violent criminals. So be happy they're not your in-laws now. And Joy's like, there's no, no. And she, of course, like, angry, sad, running around, of course. But it was great. It was a great lie because I was like, oh, if the mother pulled up and threatened him, she he could have. Got his thing exactly. to left. So that was... Exactly. She could have said, oh, I don't know. But she she made a solid lie. And I love that. Yes. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, they, of course, knowing what she did or who she is. Because that's the question too. Joy, Joy knows her mother can get down. Yeah. Right? But she don't know the details. No. She don't know the past. But she's got the... Right. It's the energy. It's like, you don't get that voice from just smoking cigarettes now. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta have lived. <laughs> <laughs> I love Angie Harmon's voice. I want her to just like read me the phone book or she could be like my Google Maps voice or something. The voice is everything that I want more. Maybe even uh, cartoons, like animation. (laughs) I want her to do everything. Anything. Yes, she she should be every commercial Mm. voiceover. Mm -hmm. I would buy whatever she was selling. Yeah. You know, with that voice. Mm, mm, Angie Harmon. We love her. So now we though, again, Joy is looking for her man and her mother's like, he left. But of course she's like, what? And then the former surgeon, the cardiothoracic surgeon, Elliot. <laughs> I like did not know his name for most of the movie, so I just kept calling him the surgeon. Well, I just was like, I was like tall man who came out of nowhere who has no job and is now the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> That's you it. really decided you wanted to read him. You wanted yes. to unravel the whole past <laughs> in his name. I just call him former surgeon. He's bussing tables. And Hazel, you know, she's behind the counter and she notices some dude like, filming him on his cell phone mm-hmm. and she's like you know do you know him and the surgeon's like <sighs> no no I don't and so she approaches the guy like hey can I help you but the guy's like it's my hobby I, I love old diners can I get you anything else not just the coffee thanks you know Hazel's like I just gave you a chance and now we got people over here taking iPhone videos who are you surgeon what am I getting into, right? So she's like, 
I gotta see what's up. Has to. Has to. She's like, you know, don't bring any trouble. Joy seems to think that you're some homeless killer. Well, we all have our secrets. Yeah, well, if yours come knocking on my diner door like that guy taking pictures. Hey, I told you. I don't know him. Okay. Make you a deal. You tell me your secrets, I'll tell you mine. He's saying he ain't bringing trouble, but it seemed to be Hazel loves some trouble because <laughs> right after that, she ends up like following the dude who was taking pictures or video in the diner. She follows him to his house. I mean, you have to go to the source. You, it, you, you have to find the answers at the source's home. And that's what she did. But like he pulled out of the diner, right? Like she watches him leave. How does she get up? connect with him later i mean she's got better eyesight than me because there's no way i would be trying to like be behind someone and not miss something and then even a tire might even go out there there's no way i would have been able to follow him all the way through <laughs> she got him in the dead of night yeah and then she not just follow him honey she come right behind him knock him out the back of the head Bop. tie his ass up <laughs> and she was getting some answers listen to this Freelance reporters taking pictures of dishwasher lady. Why? He killed his girlfriend. Check the computer. This is a drug driving accident in LA. 2016. He did four years for manslaughter. Well, how is this news now? Because before he crashed that car, your dishwasher was a famous heart surgeon. And this is when I stood up for my computer and I started clapping. Catch you in my diner again, I'll use your nuts for chili. If I ever catch you in my diner again, I'll use your nuts for chili. That deserves an Emmy. Not only an Emmy, but it, that I was like, can I put that on a t-shirt? Can I put that? <laughs> can I put that on a pin? Like that needs to be on a sweatshirt or a yes. bag. It was it was a perfect line for a badass bitch like Hazel. Thank you. And just with the voice, I use your nuts for chill. I can't even do a Harmon no, Husk. I can't I do can't. the Angie Harmon Husk. But mm -hmm. ooh, I said this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And then she also takes the guy's laptop. I said, so far all we know is she here to knock people out and take their stuff. She ain't doing nothing else. She's she's playing for keeps, and she comes in all the way aggressive. She's on <laughs> 1,000, and she's not scaling back at all. It, it just keeps getting higher and higher. And I was like, what else is this woman going to do? I know. Well, because to me, I get going hard at Travis, but you don't even know what's up yet with the guy taking pictures. He was just a guy who took pictures of somebody else you don't even know. Right. He's so like, I'm just doing my job, miss. Right? I was hired to do this. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you had to knock him out. Couldn't you just ask him? Couldn't you have just like said, hi, can I talk to you? And she was like, nope, I'm going to knock you out and take your stuff. Mm -hmm. But we learn, obviously, that the dishwasher surgeon, that he had gone to jail for four years for manslaughter because of a DUI in which he killed his fiance. So... Yeah, that's bad. That is what it means to lose it all. That is losing it all when you go to prison for killing the person like a week after you propose to them. So that's sad. It, it, is, it is sad, right? But it was like, aha, 
Like it's because you don't come in six three, no money, and just like ready to be a dishwasher and sleeping in the back of a trailer. It's not happening. So something right. bad has has happened to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said it's 6'3". He had been 5'8", maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But that was six, definitely 5'8 behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. As someone who is 5'8", that is 5'8 <laughs> behavior. Um, so then we get back to the restaurant or the diner. I don't even think I should call it a restaurant. It is very much it a, is a diner. It's a diner. It's a diner. All right. The soup of the day is the same every day. That's a diner. Minestrone. 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 And Joy is like, you know, still mad. He knew it was wrong, you know. Right away, he apologized. Yeah, they do that. Doesn't mean it won't happen again. Mom, he's good. He's so good. You'd know if you just let yourself see it. I'm sorry, baby, but good doesn't do that to somebody they love. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, okay, you can clock out. I wish I could clock out of my life. And she's like running out of the diner. And so Hazel goes to catch up with her. And there's a guy who's standing outside and it just makes Hazel stop dead in her tracks. And like, again, this is another thing. Cinematography on point. The way they shot that, you're really in her Hazel's POV. And so like when she like stopped, I'm like, oh God. Oh God. Like I remember I felt nervous. And you know this guy has to be a murderer because... He is all forehead, real deep set eyes. I was like, you are out of central casting for murdering. This is not, a, she says he's an old friend. I said, that's a murderer. That's a murderer yeah, friend. None of my friends are, are, are missing, like, they're all of their hair. Like, it, it was clearly, <laughs> like, just, just bald and ready to fuck shit up. I mean, the brow bone. You know yeah. what I mean? It was a real overhang brow <laughs> that kind of came over the eyes. And he was just, like, squinting at folks, like, mm, okay, who you about to kill? Yeah, he's not here to have a good time at all. No. And he, and his name is Phil. And he basically just comes and is like, Phil. Well, hello, Hazel. Long time. I'd say about 20 years. How you been? Surviving. Bond's out. How? One of the counts got reversed. Okay, when? Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Same place. Vaughn is supposed to be out of jail. Vaughn is a big deal. He's a big deal, and it's like the last person she wants to see. And basically, one of his charges was reversed, so he's managed to get out early. And also, not just to see out, Hazel has to meet him. It's like one of those like non-discussions where it's just like, what time? You know, she just knows she has to be seen. And so it's like, now that's happening. I'm like, oh my God, who's Vaughn? And then that night, Hazel and Joy are sitting down to dinner. And I will say this for me was a scene where you really saw how good of a liar Mama is. Because you said before you thought that was a good lie. I think Mm -hmm. this next thing, real good. Listen to this. You know, the only possibility that makes sense is what, Joy? What? Did you hurt him? You don't actually believe that I could hurt someone. Do you? No. And for the record, I would do whatever I needed to to protect you, but I give you my word, when I left Travis, he was very much alive and leaving California. I mean, (laughs) this is not a point where I'm like, well, maybe he isn't dead. 
because she's so convincing to me right now. Or maybe she's just, you know, because she's had this past and obviously she's a hit woman. She knows how to lie and she knows how to keep a straight face and she knows how to stay calm. I know. But I also felt like this whole thing was making me nervous because remember, she maced the friend. That guy's not dead, right? No. So no. so someone know like anybody could go like Hazel King came in here and took him to the to the desert. Yeah, but So that's why I'm like, someone knows. She has a built-in witness. He d- he does know, but all he knows is that he left with her, but he doesn't know where they went. He can't pinpoint pinpoint a place. So he can't all the way say that, oh, she killed him. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, I guess if he was maced out, maybe he didn't see. Because I would, because if I was him, I would be like, well, the last thing I know is she told him to get in the trunk of the car and they left. <laughs> and they left. <laughs> and he like, willingly got in the back of the trunk. <laughs> it seemed like they knew each other, so. Oh, my God. I got, like, that, for some reason, that convo made me nervous. Because I was like, she lied. I was like, but then as I remember, there was a witness. And I said, oh, my Lord. Okay. So then Joy, you know, she having a whole attitude problem. Joy, take her mama car to a party in the woods, which I guess is what you do when you're a teenager in Barstow. Where did you grow up, Sid? I grew up in uh, Oakland, California. I was born in New York and then went to Oakland, California. Right. So y'all didn't have parties in the woods. Oakland's no. not suburban. No, 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 no. Like, not at all. Not rural, not even suburban, rural. Like, I feel like no. on TV, I see a lot of parties in the woods. And I don't know of an actual real human who ever went to parties in the woods. But I know they must be real. Let me tell you, I don't even like going to the woods when in, in the daytime. So I damn for sure is not going in the woods at night, you know. And, <laughs> and so I don't, I, tr- I don't trust my, all of my senses to be there and feel safe. So that just would never go down, no, no matter right. where I'm at. Right, 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 right. I'm with you on that, too. It's always like, but there are always these parties, like, in the desert, in the woods. There's always a big bonfire, and then everyone's being wild. And I'm just like, that seems so unpleasant. Dust everywhere. Dirty. Where you gonna pee? I just don't want it. Where you gonna pee? That is a a huge question that's not asked enough when planning things and going places. Because if (laughs) I gotta have pee dribbling down my leg... Hello. I pay too much for the panty to be having these problems. (laughs) I can't. I can't. These are not the three for 30s now. They're not. Okay, I need you to write the sequel to Buried in Barstow because the (laughs) phrase, I pay too much for the panty, needs to be in a script. It needs to be immortalized in some manner. I pay too much for the panty. I live. (laughs) But when we see her at the party in the woods, there's like the the one black girl. Because, you know, Lifetime loves a curly-haired black girl. She's they always going to have it. that 4C, honey. Mm. And she's talking to her. So have you talked to his family yet? They hate me. Racist douchebags. I wonder if they'll make a missing persons report. I don't want the cops getting involved with their shit. Travis's dad is doing time. So they've all got records. And that's when we know. We're like, okay, she is biracial. She must be something. Exactly. Because yeah. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, what you talking about? They being racist to who? Yeah. And then I said, okay, well, then she must be something. But, yes. So that's when it kind of pinged for me. And then she just like immediately is like, someone's like, what are they doing? They're like doing coke off a hubcap? <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my watch. I, I remember when I, I was her age and I was like, we got to do better. We just, we have to. <laughs> like we don't, go, we don't go all the way to the gutter this, this young at age, you know? I mean, but you are in a town with nothing to do. I just kind of felt like there's a self-righteousness to her. Okay, I finally yeah. found the word. There's a self-righteousness to Joy. Mm-hmm. And so then the fact that she's with this guy who is like a sack of trash and she doing about to do coke off a hubcap. It's like, okay, I don't know who you think you holier than, honey. 
Wait, do you think that was her first time doing coke or that was like... No, did- no, no, no. Oh my God. I thought, but she doesn't end up doing it because basically she's about to and then the cops come and everyone scatters. But Joy is like... God is good. She She's sitting down, bent over the <laughs> hubcap so she couldn't get up fast enough. Oh my God. I was just like, how come they passing it to you, girl? That's how you know this is that something bad is about to happen. I know. And then the cop, who is a regular at the mom's diner, and before, too, Hazel's like, why do you always give free food to the cops? And she's like, you give it to them so they help you out when you need it. Mm-hmm. And this is a prime example, because he took her butt right home. Hey, Joey. Let's go. I'm here to take you home. Let's go. Get up. Let's go. We ain't charging you with nothing. We ain't making you stay overnight in the cell or anything. It's like, we're taking you home. And that's because mama be giving him free bacon and eggs. Okay? Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. And she had an attitude the whole time. She come back, she get out the cop car, and she just like, just stomping and pouting around. I said, you fool. Oh, you won, Lewis. I don't mention it. That was the most excitement I've seen on a night tour since, um, well, long time. So... That, like, kind of like what? It seems like the vibe I'm getting is like four in the morning because it's like before the diner opens, it's dark, but they're about to get started and Elliot and Hazel are eating breakfast. So it feels for me like it's like four in the morning, the diner opens at five, you know? (laughs) And she confronts him with the information she got from the reporter. You know that guy that was here the other day, the one taking pictures, the one you said you didn't know? Yeah. He's a reporter. How do, how do you know that? I paid him a visit. What do you mean you paid him a visit? You do know him. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, his father was a patient of mine, and he died on my table, and... Walter blamed me for it, like a dog on a bone. He just keeps tracking my name through the mud, and he... You know, eventually I want to get my medical license reinstated and the medical board's going to have an issue with this, so. I don't know if I believe it. You know, I'm I'm really not believing this surgeon dishwasher right now. I, I, I don't believe it, but then there's a little bit that's like, but I mean, why does he have to lie? You know, it could have just been a, a misunderstanding. Right. No, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. I do. Um, and it seems like, you know, you and I were like Hazel, because Hazel seems to believe it too. And is like, you know, I got to go to Vegas, keep an eye on things, keep an eye on joy. Let me know if something pops off. Weird, weird. You, do, you don't know this man from Adam. And now you're Thank like, you. take, care, take care of my daughter. Meanwhile, there's Javier, the cook, who seems to be a ride or die. You know, she's been working with Javier for years. I said, you need to be asking Javier to keep an eye on things. Don't be asking this rando. But Javier has his own family to take care of, so she's just not trying to bombard him I guess. with all the problems. I guess. So I, I actually thought that was quite kind of Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> it's very thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this, we cut to a jewelry store in Vegas where Hazel, she's like patted down before she goes inside to meet Vaughn. And now, I don't know much. I know Vaughn. Vaughn, he is, you, when you, I don't know the actor's name. Sure, I could have looked it up. But when you see him, you go recognize him because he is the white actor who always plays evil Colonel Sanders. Okay? Always. Always. He's got a real foghorn, leghorn energy, white goatee, you know, and is a real, like, I say, I say kind of person. He said, type, <laughs> he said typecast, that is I. Put me, in, put me in all the same roles. He's always a bad dude, like mm-hmm. evil grandpa energy, pinky ring. Ugh. Well, 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 my little girl Hazel. 
Welcome home. Warms my heart like a microwave to see you. It's popping corn right now. Congratulations on your release. Who knew the world had a little luck left in it? Sit. You want a drink? Uh, no thanks. No, 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 no. You want some of my good bourbon. Celebrate our reunion. This is Vaughn, the man who strikes fear into Hazel, the man who was supposed to stay in jail. And when they're having a chit-chat, we learn a little bit more about her past. Listen to this. Never tell you where I found this little gemstone, Phil. Remind me. Squatting in an alley downtown, hooked on smack. Service and salesman behind the El Cortez for 10 bucks a pop. What were you, 16? 15. But I saw something in her. Same as now. No fear. None. Pure predator. So I brought her home, cleaned her up, trained her for what she was born to do. Wow. Did you see that coming, teen drug addict? No, not at all. I know. I know. I couldn't I see it. it. She's 15 when he finds her. And then he kind of turns her into an assassin, basically. All those years, you never came to visit me. Couldn't stand to see you in a cage. <laughs> Thanks for caring. What do you want, Vaughn? Our work continues. Perry Gamble is in town. I need him met. You must know a dozen other contractors. I've never known a contracting artist like you. And there's no one else can get closer to Perry. Hazel, please. You cannot use tendonitis as a reason to get out of this murder. You can't. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta push the tendonitis to the side and get the job done. But of course, when he brings up Joy, she's like, fine, I'll do it. Her boyfriend's disappeared. She's emotionally unstable. God forbid she does anything reckless. That would be a tragedy. Never say no to you. She should have moved away from Barstow. She should have moved farther away from Vegas if she really wanted to get a fresh, fresh start. I mean, you got to go on the way, just on the other side of the world. I think if right. you really want to get away from this life, right, right, because it's all in Boston. It's always going to catch up. It's always going to catch up on you. Exactly, mm -hmm. and that's why I'm like, okay. So then, she's agreed to do this, but of course, she doesn't want to, and. She comes back from Vegas and she's like sitting in the dark in the diner. And Elliot comes in and he, see, he sees her there and they start swapping stories. <sighs> that, that is the first alcohol I've had since the accident. Oh God, I'm so sorry. No, no, I, um, I wanted to experience as much guilt and grief and self-loathing as possible without anything to take the edge off. See, I'm sort of a, a champion at numbing my feelings. In med school, it was lithium. No shit. For depression and anxiety. I was a heroin addict. Jesus. Oh. When? 14, 15. No shit. I just wanted to escape. Felt trapped. Life is hard. Like, have you, 
Have you been through it? Are you awake? I mean, I see why people have their addictions, have their issues. I mean, you see people on the table every single day. I mean, he probably, some people died, some people didn't. I mean, I, I know I couldn't do it, not with my anxiety. No, God, never at all, at all. But what I think I love the most, and which is so classic Lifetime, is that they both find out, they both tell each other they're addicts, and then what happens next? They have sex in the diner. Oh, (laughs) it's just, it it is, it it pairs well. Addiction (laughs) pairs well with hot sex on a counter. I should know. Okay, I'm a I'm a recovering addict. I'll tell you, the best times have have been up against a wall, on my back, or on a on a counter. With another addict. <laughs> I was going to ask you, have you ever been turned on by someone telling you about their addiction? But I guess the answer is yes. Yeah. It, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I can, I can feel the addict energy and I'm immediately yeah. like, ooh, am I, am I damp? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lifetime. So sorry. <laughs> just had to I keep it real. feel the addict energy and I said, am I damp? <laughs> I love this. I'm calling the Sydney Washington episodes <laughs> Lifetime After Dark. That's what I'm calling these apps. <laughs> They're too good. And I love them. Put a mature audience rating on it. Let's keep it pushing. NC-17. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing we see, Hazel is back in Vegas. Honey. She's wearing a gorgeous red dress. Got the hair blown out. Hi. She like gets up and basically stages a run-in, right? Pretends to quote-unquote bump into this guy who is the target. He is a black man wearing a turtleneck blazer combo, which I think is very cheesy in 1980s. I can't stand turtleneck blazer. Boo. Oh my God. Hazel. Perry Campbell. Damn, woman. What's it been? A dog's age. Ooh, damn. Still fine, still mine? You held up pretty fine yourself. Girl, we gotta hang. I, I got a suite upstairs, a view of the strip. Um, I, I can't. I'm, I'm waiting for everyone. It's, it's girls night out. No, we got some uh, serious catching up to do. And they, she goes up to his room, which of course is like a penthouse suite situation. Mm-hmm. And they're swapping stories. You know, they used to go way back. And it seems like they used to do like crimes and murders together. That's the vibe I'm getting. Love it. But then you realize there's more. Listen to this. You and me, running and gunning. Best times of my life. Yeah, I know what you mean. Why did you leave? What? That night, our last night. All those years ago, you just took off and I never heard from you again. Till tonight. I just had to change things, everything. I guess I can relate to that, but still, we shared a lot, you and me. You can say that again. Okay, this is the moment I decided Perry was Joy's father. I've, I was putting two and two together as well. It has to be. <laughs> okay, so now Perry in the turtlenecks is Joy's father, and I just can't process this because you knew I wasn't even ready for her to be biracial. You were ahead of me, Sid, but I wasn't ready, and we got to take a break because <laughs> I can't even. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we back. Joy is obviously a strong black woman. Okay, and now I see this is why he she didn't want to kill him. But she still has a heart. She does. Well, because well, you know, because basically while he's talking about the past, Hazel is putting something in his whiskey to drug him. But then as he's talking, she chickens out and like pours his drink, you know, like pours his drink out, kisses him, you know, whatever she can do to kind of like yeah. get away, you know? But then the next day She's back at work, and Joy is being very rude to Elliot. Elliot's cleaning, and she's like, How's the storage shed, Elliot? It's comfy, Joy. Thanks. Bet that's not the worst place you ever slept. You would win that bet. What's at the bottom of Elliot's list of crash pads? Prison. (laughs) Mom, did you know that he's been to prison? Yes. Can we drop it, please? What crime? Vehicular manslaughter. Told you he could have killed someone. It was an accident. A drunken accident? Yes, Joy. I was drunk at the time of the accident and at the death of my then fiance. I was just glad something finally shut her up. Because she always got a problem with something. Something. But you ever been one of those kids that's just like asking questions all the time? I'm as an adult, I'm always asking, so where are you going? What you doing? Who you know? Where you at? <laughs> like I'm I'm so nosy. I was born in February, so you know. The <laughs> what nose. does that mean you were born in February? You, have you ever done the day like um January, February, uh, March, April, May, June, July? Like you do it I on your face. I know what months are. What are you talking about? No, but you do it on your face and that tells you if you're born in January, you're hard-headed. Okay. If you're born in February, you're nosy. If okay, you're born so in March, you talk too much. So you I have do, never heard this. You, I did that when I was a kid. I'm the only never. one. Lifetime community. Tell me I'm not <laughs> the only one. Tell me I'm not, I didn't make this up myself. I played it when I was a kid. Wow, I've never heard. But okay, I, I will respect your system. You were born oh, in February, yeah. so you're nosy. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's just funny because after she you know he shuts her up and then she finds out you know oh he used to be a doctor and that he actually went to the same med school that she was supposed to go to before she left and then she's starting to kind of be like cozy with him and he's like well yeah he's like school's a racket but there's a way you kind of get through the racket right like it's all a racket it's all too expensive we all know that right right what happened why did you leave College is a joke. College is a racket. Exactly. See, what you got to do is you got to figure out that they're playing you, and then you have to play them. If you want, I can teach you how to game the entire pre-med curriculum, because once you learn that, college is a breeze. 
Okay. What made you want to be a doctor? <laughs> um, I've always been broken. And I thought that if I could fix other people, then I might be able to fix myself. Did that ever work? Yeah. For fleeting moments, yes, it did. So it just took a it just took a man who killed his fiance to be like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. It's exactly it's like dishwasher surgeon. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh my god. It's like, you think there's this nice moment. Maybe Elliot's going to help Joy, Hazel, you know, and you're kind of, you have this little moment where you're like, ooh, is this going to become like a little, like, pl- like a little family moment, right? Like, is he's going to be new dad or something? And then that night, we cut to Vaughn and that just heavy-browed Phil, his muscle man playing pool. And Vaughn's talking. Listen to this little story he tells. Hey, Phil, you remember me telling you about a punk on the inside? Begged me for protection. Remind me. He was so scared, he'd vomit just thinking about the showers. Then he came to me. You gave the word. Nobody touched him. Not a finger. What do you think would have happened without my protection? Nothing good. Right. Nothing good. All that stuff could still happen. And worse. I saved her goddamn life. She would have died in that alley if not for me. And now I need her in what, she goes straight? I put you in there for a reason. My reason. You understand? I understand, yeah. Do you know who he's talking to, guys? Vaughn is talking about, and then to Elliot the dishwashing surgeon. Can you believe? Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming, girl. I fell out. I fell out. I said, this is just getting better and better. This is what makes this movie so good. Because I thought, I was like, okay, he just shows up here. But he, I mean, you had no sense. You had no sense whatsoever. But then it all comes together because basically that makes sense. Elliot, you know, he's just like, you know, rich white collar doctor suddenly in jail for four years. Mm-hmm. He don't know how to make it. And so he was like, please protect me. Now he owes Vaughn something. I was like, wow, 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 wow. I can't control her. You, you have to understand that. Don't you tell me what I have to understand. All I can do is... Just shut up. Time's running out. I need to know everything she does before she does it. Everything. You will. Get him out of here, Phil. The next day, Phil comes to the diner, and he's, like, sitting there at a table, and Joy is waiting on him. And he's, like, trying to be friendly, but it's really, like, an intimidation tactic. Like, he's intimidating Hazel, basically, like... You were here the other day. You know my mom. We go way back. Way back to what? I got this... Four needs to check. Introduce me to your friend. And two needs to be clear. Nice meeting you. Yeah. I assume you have a message for me. Vaughn just wants me to remind you that Perry leaves town tomorrow morning. Well, you can remind him that I've never failed to do a job. Ever. And he'll be glad to hear that. And, you know, Hazel gets angry and she like runs outside because it's like, you know, the stress because like she doesn't want to have to kill Perry. But obviously Phil is out here sniffing around her daughter like I'm about to do something to her. Mm-hmm. And Elliot comes out, you know, while she's upset. And listen to this damn liar. As my grandma would call him a dirty lie. Listen to this. Hey. What? What do you I want? Help? Can I help? No. You can't. All right. Do you want to talk about it? No, I don't. Just need to think. Just 
You know, I'm not your enemy, you know that, right? Well, I don't know that you're my friend. In fact, I don't know you at all. Uh, actually, you know a lot more about me than I know about you. I can't help that. I'm not as notorious. Whatever that guy said to you inside, don't take it out on me. I warned you, I'm not always so nice. Yeah, well, you weren't kidding. I'm sorry, he said you know I'm not your enemy, right? That's exactly what you are. He out here talking like it's opposite day. I'm mad at him. <laughs> But anytime somebody says you, you know I'm not, you know I'm not here to hurt you. It's like that feels like something somebody would hurt me say. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, it sounds exactly what you're supposed to say if you're gonna hurt. Me. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, and she was kind of giving him that. She was like, I don't know you at all, and I was like, thank you. Thank finally, you. finally, you know, y'all just had some two addict sex on a counter. You don't know each other. You don't know. Okay? You don't know him. What's his sign? <laughs> <laughs> what month was he born? What? Is he hard-headed? Is he nosy? Does he talk to you Yeah! Good. These are valid questions. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, I bet you after the pod, you're going to use this. You're going to use it. <laughs> but you only gave me three months. What do you do? You just keep going up, You keep going, up, yeah. Up, you, up, keep, you keep going. Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh, okay. Until you finish, yep. Yep. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. That's it. Interesting. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> so... That night, Hazel goes back to Vegas, presumably to kill Perry. She's got to get it done. And Elliot's like, don't go. Look at me. What? I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. It'll be okay. And it's like, Elliot, you know what's at stake. You part of this whole plot. So stop telling people not to do stuff. Okay? It's your fault. And then we see Perry. He's in his hotel suite. And he's got his, you know, he's got like the bodyguards and everything. And, his, and the bodyguard who's like standing outside opens the door. And it's like, here's an envelope. Like, you know, it came from downstairs. And inside is a picture of joy. And on the back, Hazel has written just one word. Hours. Ah! Okay. Okay. So, I guess she's not going to murder him? She can't. The father of a child. She, exactly. So, Perry, he, like, looks at this. He's, like, sitting down. He's shocked, right? He's like, but before he can even process it. Sydney, what happens next? I can't even say it is so wild to me. His wife comes to the hotel room, and he plays it off like the two lobster dinners were for her. Wait, Sydney, you didn't say it with the right amount of insanity. Okay. <laughs> Before he can even process that the woman he said he is still in love with, who is the mother of his child, yeah. comes by, his actual wife he is married to comes into the hotel room and he pretends like he has set up a romantic dinner for her. He is married. Perry is married. And yeah. this is the point at which I think you needed to just kill him. So no. now I'm ready for him to be murdered. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You don't just come into somebody's life. Did she wasn't asking him no damn questions? So how was how was she how was when was he gonna tell her that he was married? When they were catching up and talking and he was kissing her, saying how he never had a love like her since he's been looking and could never find it. He goes, please come back with me. What does he say? Still fine and still mine? Why she supposed to be yours and you got a wife? Because that's, Cindy, not, that's not what Cindy, you shut say. Up. That's Cindy, shut up. Cindy, hush. <laughs> that's you up here making some excuses for this Perry turtleneck blazer wearing ass. He said, listen, he's like, when was I going to tell you? I, I want this to happen between us. So if I say that I'm married, we're not going to have this hot attic sex. 
Come on now. Perry does not. But Hazel don't want to have sex. The last time she had sex with him, she made a child. She does not want to do it again. Now Joy will have a brother or a sister. (laughs) She can't be the only child no more, right? Oh, my God. She needs a partner. (laughs) I did not see that wife coming. I did not see that wife coming. I was dead. You should have known the turtleneck and the blazer. It means he's taken, okay? When the neck is covered, somebody (laughs) has grabbed them up. Only uh, whores have their necks out, okay? Oh, my God. I'm telling you. So, well, I guess Perry's alive with his cheat ass. So then we see Hazel pull up to the jewelry store. Instead, you know where Vaughn lives and hangs out, I guess. And she goes inside and she starts rampaging. Hazel, what are you doing? Come on, honey, we can work this out, huh? all we've been through it can't come down to this she kills phil and vaughn so she can finally get out from under his thumb i'm like okay this is freedom you need me hazel you'd be dead a long time ago without me and i'm the only one that's gonna be there when you slide back into the ship and you know you will you think joy's gonna stick around or elliot you think this is funny elliot works for me you don't believe me, you can ask him. I own him like I own you. Own me. This is for Mom. And this is for Joy. And this is for me. I saved your life. The only good thing that came out of what you made me is that I can do this and still live with myself. Dad. She is trying to be free. And then the next morning, she gets back to work and she and Joy seem to be getting along because Joy is like, Mom, do you have to go? She doesn't know what she has to do, but she knows it's got to be not good. And so the next day when her mom seems to be like in a nice mood, she's like, Honey, you don't have to do breakfast. I got it. That's okay. You had a long night and everything. How'd it go? Good. What about that debt? Paid in full. Can you sleep? (laughs) No. Will you ever tell me about it someday? Sure. No, you won't. No. Things are looking up. They have a hug. Okay. Joy, she's, you know, in the back. She's putting on her apron, ready to go out and work the floor. And just as she's about to go, someone's like, psst, tries to get her attention. Joy turns around, and what does she see, Sydney? Say it the way it, is, it feels. Travis, bloody and alive. <laughs> exactly. Travis, bloody and alive. Bloody and alive. Travis is still alive. It's bloody like, and It's like alive. thriller. It's thrill. It's like he's coming up. He's back on the edge. <laughs> I mean, this has been several days. So do you think it just took him that long to crawl out the grave? Because I'm, like, I'm like, it's been many days since you were left down there. He, she left him for dead. She didn't kill him, but she left him for dead. Now, he That's didn't true. have no car. He didn't have no phone. He didn't have no compass. So, yeah, it's going to take some time. I'm surprised, <sighs> it, I'm surprised it only took, you know, what, like four or five days? Wow. It would have took, right, right. took me the whole year. And you know what's hot? <laughs> He's dehydrated. You know, he, oh, already, yeah. he, already started off, he already started off with not enough moisture in the body. So I don't even know how he didn't <laughs> die from 
thirst. <laughs> so Travis is a survivor. <laughs> is that what we're calling Travis now? <laughs> Travis is now a survivor. So after that moment, and like literally for a second, I almost thought it was like a, a hallucination. <laughs> like, because it was just so crazy. I was like, is that real Travis? And Joy like runs out and is like, mom, I need the car keys. I got to go see some friends. You know, it's just like something's come up. So you're like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, she's about to go with Travis. Mm-hmm. So Hazel's fine. She's like, you know, taking orders. She goes to hand some orders over to Javier, the cook, but he's not there. Where's Javier? He went out back a while ago. You and I are need to talk at some point today. Okay. And she sees like out the back, he is being beaten up. And now throughout this and why we didn't really touch on it, because it really does like only it's so minor and it doesn't happen a lot. But basically what we're getting in Javier's storyline is he was helping to find missing women, missing migrant women. Yes, he was. He was the real hero of the whole movie. Well, exactly. (laughs) And he can make the hell out of some eggs, man. Eggs and bacon. I'm he, telling uh, the you. BLTs, the BLTs I mean, that Javier was making for the community. Praise exactly. him. Exactly. He's trying to keep everyone alive. Yeah. And so he has been trying to find these, whoever's been taking these women. And he, you know, when someone had come to him like, hey, I'm looking for my cousin. He's like, I'll do what I can do. And so obviously what has now happened is that like, whoever's been doing this, taking these women is like trying to silence Javier. So he's just like getting, he's on the ground, they're kicking him. And of course, Hazel comes out. She do what she love to do, honey. She start kicking ass. But then she gets shot twice. Literally, like as they're trying to run off, he just like fires his gun and he gets her like, it looks like kind of like, in the upper chest, not the heart, but kind of near the shoulder. But then it looks like it's in her stomach. And you know, a gut shot will take you out, honey, because that's you're going to bleed out real fast. You're going to yeah. lose a lot of blood. I totally know that from, from personal experience, yes. <laughs> I know that from all my, my murder shows and okay. procedural. That's why I know about a gut shot. It's the worst way to go because it's the most painful, painful. and it like, is slow. Okay. But you die because you bleed out usually before you can get help. Ooh. Anyway. So she's down on the ground and then Elliot comes out and he's like, you got to trust me. I'm going to help you. And then I said, well, thank God he a surgeon. It's okay. We're okay. You're okay. You're okay. All right. Okay. I got you. I'm okay. You're going to have to trust me. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to trust me. I'm going to put pressure here. I'm going to put pressure here. Got you. I got you. Stay with me. Right here. Look at me. Yeah. Thank now God. Now we got dishwasher surgeon. Is there a doctor in the house? This was the, <laughs> this was the moment. This was the time <laughs> that somebody was supposed to say that. Exactly. And so he's like using the rags to kind of you know tie off her wound, trying to stop the bleeding. And as he's stopping the bleeding, honey, we go to black. That is the end of the movie, y'all. That's how you, that's, and that's how you do a damn movie. That's how you do it. <laughs> Fade to black, boom. We don't know what happens. But we if know. I don't get my sequel. No. No. That was so good, Naomi. That was so was... good. I was like, I can't, I was watching it late at night. Late at night. It was like three o'clock in the morning. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I said I gotta finish. I gotta finish everything tonight. <laughs> I know. I know. It was so good, but I do need my. I need to know because here, because now I need to know what happened with Joy. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Hazel survives, but now her new job is going to be to get those missing women and help Javier. There's going to be a part two. There's got to be. We need it. And like, you know what? It depends on if whether y'all watch it. So I need y'all to all watch this movie. Okay? It is because up to you. It is up to you. If you want to know more about Javier and Joy, you have to watch the movie and then tell other people about it in repost. It's It's got to exactly. go. It's up to you. It's up to you. This is how we save it. This is literally the fine, like one of the finest lifetime movies ever finest. made. Finest. I'm going to say it. Yes. The fi- Sid says definitive finest. Finest. Definitive. Okay. This was a good one. And what a journey. And I'm so glad, Sid, that we could go on such a fun romp together. Well, next week, I don't know if we can call this one a fun romp. Because next week we'll be talking about a movie called Death Saved My Life. On the surface, it seems Jade has it all, including a successful marketing career, a husband who's admired and respected in the community, and a young daughter they both dote on. However, behind closed doors, her life is far from perfect. This movie stars Megan Good. You know I love me some Megan. Megan Good. I thought. I Megan, thought you might. Megan is good. Megan is good. Megan God is, is good. God is good. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> so if you have not seen Death Save My Life, you can watch it on Lifetime Movie Club, honey. So you better watch that because we're going to be getting into it next week. We'll see you then. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out another awesome Lifetime podcast, The Table is Ours. It's hosted by two fabulous black women in entertainment who sit down with some of their favorite black icons to discuss how black identity has informed, empowered, and fortified their lives and careers. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Julie Magruder and Aisha Jordan. With Chris Boniello as editor and sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. Hosted by Naomi Perrigan and me, Sydney Washington. You should know that we're the host, okay? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.